right, heaven's continuing in the back corner. All right, guys, back to earth, let's go. Good to see you today. Listen, I wanna share a, a saying that we have here at Fellowship of Faith. This has been around for a long time. It continues to come out of our pores, and it says, being a member of Fellowship of Faith is not about belonging. Joining isn't about being accepted or having access to special rights and privileges. Anyone can belong at FOF the moment they walk in the door. And we, yeah, and I already see someone clapping, so right on, own it, own it, all right. It, and we will often follow this up by saying, and we don't care if you're a member or not. Now, the reason we say this is because we found that we have had to deconstruct this distorted idea of what membership means in, in, in not only the church, but in the world today, that, that so many people, particularly from Lutheran backgrounds, from Catholic backgrounds, and, and mainline denominational backgrounds, have this, this strange idea of what membership means. And what we've had to find we had to do was kind of rail against that to try to recapture the sense and spirit of what we're about here at Fellowship of Faith. However, we have found something that's been happening in the process. Because as we're saying this to counter a position over here, what we found is that we're also being interpreted as saying, or that somehow we're communicating inadvertently that we don't care if you make an intentional commitment. And the reality is we do. We do care because we think it's important because we think that there's something incredible about committing to walk alongside of people as they walk alongside of you. And what I'm gonna do today is just have, you know, in, in the spirit of this, a really candid, straightforward conversation on something that I never give any airtime to. And what it is, is it's about this thing called membership, okay? And I ask you to stick with me in this. Now, membership in the world today, what it often means is, is, is something like this. Access, right, that you can belong, or special rights and privileges. You join a fraternity so you can go to their parties, <laughs> right? You join the Moose Lodge so you can go to Friday Night Fish Fry, you join Sam's Club so you can buy five-gallon buckets of olives, right? <laughs> Everywhere in the world, membership means belonging or special rights and privileges. That is not what membership means at Fellowship of Faith. If you're not a member here, you can belong here the moment you walk in the door doesn't matter if you're a member here. Everything we're about and everything we do is yours. Every ministry we offer, every path of spiritual growth is available to you, whether you've been coming here since we began in 1999 or this is your first day with us. And membership is not about committing to an institution, an organization, 
or a building. It's not about being a part of a club. For us, what membership is about is people. I always, whenever I say that, I get like Soylent Green as people going through my head, but sorry, strange flashback right there. Um, Membership is about people. It's about committing to people. It is about making a commitment to people to say, I am going to walk with you as you simultaneously commit to walk with me because there is something absolutely powerful about committing to walk with a group or a family of believers as they commit to walk with you. Now, I'd like to show you in the Bible where this idea of membership comes from and how it gets so distorted so easily. Don't know if you realize this, but the New Testament is actually responsible for coining the phrase member. Um, It's a biblical term that's been taken over by the world. And it comes out of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, most notably, other places as well. Now, this is what Paul says. He says, the body is a unit, though it is made up of many. And you see that word parts there? Older translations would say this, though it is made up of many members. And though all of its members are many, they form one body. Now, for you people who get drunk on theology, Paul is not talking about a church here. He is talking about an actual body. That's why he says body, okay? He is actually talking about a physical human being. He's saying, think about your body, right? Your body is a unit. It's made up of many members, members of your body. And you can see now, right, why they wash out the word member because when you hear member in relation to a body, don't you also jump to dismembered? I mean, doesn't it sound like a horror movie? And so newer translations will use parts, but the idea is there. You've got members, you've got hands and feet and eyes and pancreases and hair. Well, some of you have got hair and and, and noses and, and you get the meaning. And though it's all these different parts, All of it comes together to form a cohesive you following. And just in case you miss it, Paul goes on and goes, okay, now now think about this. He says, because I am not a hand, I can't say I don't belong to the body. Why should the foot say that? It would not for that reason cease to be a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed each member of the body, each part, every one of them just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, but one body. And then he goes on to say, and so it is with Christ. Now you are just like a human body. Y'all are just like a human body. You are the body of Christ And each of you is a member of it, which means this. 
if you have put your trust in Christ, if you've put your faith and given your loyalty to Christ, if you've accepted Jesus as your savior, right? You're a member of Christ's body. It doesn't matter where your signature is. It doesn't matter which pocket of people you claim affiliation with. By virtue of believing in Christ, you are a, Paul's words, member of his body. But unfortunately, this word member has become so twisted and distorted today to mean so many things that I have found that the metaphor isn't helpful anymore in describing this incredible call that God still makes on each of us to commit to walk with a certain family or group of believers. Paul says body. I want to submit a different metaphor to you today. See, marriage, uh, church, uh, membership as it's practiced in the church today, I think, is more akin to marriage. Now, let me unpack this for you. Some of you are new with us. We're dating, right? Maybe it's your first time here. Maybe you even got set up by a friend and you're like, what's this going to be, Right? Or maybe we've, we've been going out a few times and, and, and you're dating us. You're checking us out. We're checking you out. We're seeing, is there something here, right? And, and let me just say off the bat, if I'm speaking to you, we are so happy to be dating you. <laughs> you are so much hotter than your profile picture lets on. <laughs> dating is a good thing. You should date before rushing into a relationship. Don't meet someone once and get down on the knee. It's just creepy and weird, okay? <laughs> dating is good, but in any kind of dating relationship, it seems that there's always this pull or this draw to, is there something more? Because at some level, each relationship needs to develop somewhere if it's going to go anywhere. And so if I'm speaking to you today, my encouragement is this, date us. Date us hard, all right? See what we're about and see if this is a relationship that you would like to take possibly someday to the next level. But now I want to speak to the rest of you who have been dating us for a while, all right? There's some of you here that have been dating us for a long time but you're hiding. It's like that person who goes out with someone for a while but never really gets completely vulnerable and honest because they're afraid that if the true self is revealed, they won't be wanted anymore. And there's some of you here that have been dating us, but you've been hiding you haven't been getting involved. You haven't been showing us the true you. You haven't been, 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 been engaging or giving of yourself. And I just want to tell you here, God loves you for who you are. And you don't have to hide it. And I'm here to tell you, we love you for who you are. And you don't have to hide it. Or as we become fond of saying around here, guys, it's okay to not be okay. 
so don't try to act that way. You got, you got this here? If I'm speaking to you today, it's time to risk in this relationship. It's, try, it's time to show the true you because it's only there in that place of realness and vulnerability and honesty that the relationship has any prayer of going anywhere. Now, there's some of you who have been dating us for a while and you're afraid to commit. Uh, maybe you even have spent the better part of your life, life hopping from church to church to church, but never really putting your, 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 your roots down or your commitment in anywhere. It's kind of like the guy who keeps going from girl to girl to girl, but never dates anyone for more than six months to a year, because as soon as it starts to get serious, as soon as it starts to get to that next level, you bail, right? And, and maybe it's because you're afraid. Maybe it's because you're afraid of the issues that inevitably come with a deeper relationship. Maybe it's honestly because you're afraid of having to deal with your own issues in a deeper relationship. And so you've been keeping it at this, this shallow level that doesn't really go beneath the surface because you don't want to plunge in there. If I'm speaking to you today, if I'm speaking to you today, I want you to hear this. There is no such thing in this world as a perfect relationship. There is no such thing as a perfect church. Fellowship of faith is not perfect. But I've got news for you. You're not perfect either. And if you're on a quest to find the perfect church, may I just encourage you, don't join it, because you will only screw it up. <laughs> All right? <laughs> the church is about a real relationship of imperfect people coming together. And if I'm speaking to you today, it is time to risk commitment. It is time to discover the incredible depth that transcends the shallow relationships of this world that only comes from doing life together with imperfect people. Every relationship is exciting for the first few months, but it is no match for growing deep with someone that you really get to know, warts and all. And there's some of you here that have been dating us for a real long time. And you're even sleeping with us, okay? <laughs> you are so committed and invested in this church, but you just won't commit. At what point does that become damaging to the relationship? You know, at some point, I think everyone I've talked to who has been in a long-term, deep relationship with another human being who just wouldn't commit has asked themselves this question. Do you want me or not? And if I'm speaking to you today, it is time to take this 
relationship to the next level and put a ring on the finger. Do you hear me? Because making an intentional commitment to a group of people as they intentionally commit to you, guys, it is a powerful, wonderful, beautiful, God-honoring thing. And something incredible happens when people do it. Because what membership really is, is an expression of love through commitment. It's saying, I want you. And I'm not afraid to let it be known. I want you and I'm not afraid to be identified with it. I want you, ugliness, warts, difficulties, and all. I want you because I'm with you thick or thin, not just as long as it's convenient, not just until another pretty face comes my way. Membership is about looking not at a club, an organization, an institution, or a building. It is looking at the people right here. It is looking at the people right here in this room and saying, you know what? I'm not here for consumer spirituality. I am here with you. I want you because I believe something incredible happens when I commit to you and you commit to me and we walk in the way of Jesus together. Membership is not about special rights. It's not about privileges. It's not about what's in it for me. It's about discovering the depth of this amazing thing that God always intended his body to be. Believe me, guys, I get it. It's scary, right? Right? Guys, we've all quaked before we got on our knees, right? It's scary. I get it. But you do it because you're picking up what we're laying down. You're saying, I want to be a part of this movement. I want to go with this movement. I want to live for something more than myself. You do it because you say, He's worth it. She's worth it. No matter what issues it brings, you do it because it's God honoring. You do it because the New Testament paints this amazing picture of what membership is supposed to be. I love how Paul puts it elsewhere. He says this. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. That's what commitment and intentionality is all about. I give myself to you as you give yourself to me. I lower my desires to yours as you lower yours to me, and together we see what God can bring. It's fascinating. Ephesians 5.20. Do you know what the very next thing Paul launches into? Advice to husbands and wives. Just imagine what, that, what, what marriage would bring, right? Now, today is something cool going on. It's called the Taste of FOF. And what this is, is it's our back-to-school ministry open house. And what I want to do is give you two tangible ways to act on this today. The first is this. If you're newer with us, Date us. Actually date us. Don't just change your profile status. Actually spend time 
getting to know us. What's going to be going on as soon as we leave the service here today is ministry leaders here at Fellowship of Faith representing the ministries that we do on a weekly basis are going to be scattered at different aspects, different points of where they normally do their ministry here at Fellowship of Faith. Way in the back behind the wall, we got the Rock Children's Ministry. It's for, for toddlers through fifth grade. And in the front office, we're going to have Boulder Student Ministry, which is for sixth through twelfth grade. And if you look at the sign that says the study, and you go, where is the sign? Just go like that. You'll see it, all right? It's in the back corner. You're going to have all different kinds of things in adult ministries. The study is something that we do here on Sunday mornings, a going deeper Bible study, faith challenges, baptism, membership, confirmation, communion, discipleship groups, you name it. Spend some time today, talk to these people, date them, get to know them, pick up some literature, see what we're about, see what's going on, and take a leap. Be willing to risk, get involved, and see if this is something for you. Now, for those of you here who are members, date us. Because some of you have gotten really comfortable with what it says on the marriage certificate as opposed to what you're experiencing in reality. You ever see the couple, they've been married 30 years, but they actually do nothing together and never talk? That's the kind of marriage I want. (laughs) (laughs) No. Who dreams of that? Yet how many people approach church like that? If you're a member here, date us. Get involved. The Rock Children's Ministry is behind the wall for toddlers through fifth grade. Boulder Student Ministry for sixth through twelfth grade is in the front office. Go to the sign that says the study. Where's the study? Go up, look like this. You'll see the sign that says the study. There's all kinds of things available from discipleship groups to morning Bible studies to you name it. Date us. Because we don't want your name on a roll. We want you. And there's something incredible that happens when people actually invest in this kind of thing together. And for those of you here who have been dating us for a long time, may I just say right now, will you marry us? Because membership is not about Belonging, it's not about status. It's not about special rights and privileges and what's in it for me. It is about committing to an incredible group of Jesus followers and walking with them, walking together to discover the amazing depths of what God will bring. I'm going to ask you to rise. When I asked my wife to marry me, her actual response was this. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I am. God, we come before you. I pray for those that we are just getting to know as a part of our 
our body. That you would reveal in this relationship who we truly are in and of ourselves and things would start to click. We would, we would find delight in each other, quirks in each other, points of fascination and interest that we would see the issues that we would not hide, that we would not use, but that we would come, God, and see if this is going someplace. I pray, God, for those here who are on the sidelines, hiding or afraid or unwilling to commit, that you'd move in us, God, So just as we have pledged ourselves to walk with you, to pledge ourselves to walk with your people. And I pray, God, for the people who are, who are married here, proud and strong for some time. I want to thank you for them. Let them know that we love them. God, nurture our relationship together so that it isn't just about a few exciting years early on, but something ever-growing and ever-deepening. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for loving us so much that you've said something to the effect that you're one with me. You're, you're, you're my body. You're part of me. May our clubs and institutions and organizations and buildings never divide us in this amazing family. May our commitment to you transcend and commitment to your people around the globe, but particularly right here. This we pray, and we pray as you once taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever.